Captain Midnight! Every day, Monday through Friday, by the makers of Ovaltine. And now, let me ask you one simple question. Can you give me the name of a delicious, appetizing drink that is also one of the richest sources of vitamins and minerals in the world? What's that? Yes, you're right. It's Ovaltine. Millions of people in all parts of the world can give the correct answer to that question. But, just how rich in vitamins and minerals do you think Ovaltine is? Well, let's see. Here are the facts. If you just drink one glass of Ovaltine each night and morning and get three average good meals a day, including fruit juice, you'll be getting all the extra vitamins and minerals you need. Not just two or three, but all of the vitamins and minerals a normal person needs for tip-top health. In fact, you'll get all that experts say a normal person can profitably use. Now, that's how rich Ovaltine is in these vital food elements. Now, you fellows and girls who are listening in, find out whether and mother and dad know that Ovaltine is one of the richest sources of vitamins and minerals in the world. Make sure they know how Ovaltine can furnish you with all the extra vitamins and minerals you need in a swell-tasting food drink that everybody goes for. Why, say, they'll want you to start drinking Ovaltine right away and send you out to the store for a can of Ovaltine this very night. Now, on with the action-packed chapter, The Secret Squadron Strikes with Captain Midnight. Now, in the last adventure, the Secret Squadron commander finally contacted Lieutenant Zoller, the Gestapo officer, who's an agent of the underground party in Germany. Zoller agreed with Captain Midnight that the Nazis intended to use their sinister new weapon without much further delay. This belief is strengthened when Baron von Karp issues orders that the guard around the tunnel east of the town is to be doubled. At the time the Gestapo officer gave this order, Captain Midnight and Anton Petrovic had already reached the small room directly above Baron von Karp's office and heard the Gestapo officer's instructions to Lieutenant Zoller. The scene carried on at once. Captain Midnight and Comrade Petrovic have crept softly to the door of the upstairs room. Listen, as Captain Midnight whispers anxiously. Is it safe to talk here, Petrovic? No, Captain Midnight. We had better go into the next room. I will open the door. Step forward, Captain Midnight. I will follow you. Very good. <sighs> now. Now we are safe. You, you see that the time is very short. Yes. Baron von Karp's order to Lieutenant Zoller makes that quite clear. Now it will be more difficult to enter the tunnel than before. That's too bad those guards picked up our trail. They'll be on the alert. That cannot be helped. But earlier tonight, you told me you had a plan. I do have, Anton. It wouldn't be possible to enter that tunnel unless the attention of the guards could be distracted in some way. Yes. Yes. The Nazi soldiers in this district are becoming more and more afraid of the plane, which appears so mysteriously at night. We'll see how our plan works out when we attack the supply depot to the west. If it works there, we could use the same plan at the tunnel. I think that could be done. When the plan dives low, the guards will be watching the sky. There will be much excitement. 
That will be the time to enter the tunnel. Yeah, that's the way it should work out. But now it's getting late. Joyce and I must leave the village so as to arrive in the valley before daybreak. And I must wait for Lord Nanzola to issue the passes. I have a good idea. Fine, Petrovic. What is it? I will have the pass, and that will give me the permission to be away from the village. Baron von Karp has ordered that we should search the countryside for any secret landing fields. Therefore, it will not be necessary for me to return tomorrow night. I think I see what you're getting at. You want to join us when we raid the Nazi supply depot? Yes, Captain Midnight. That is what I should like to do. Well, believe me, I'd be only too glad to have you. But Baron von Karp will be very angry if you don't have some information to bring back to him. <laughs> that can be arranged, Captain Midnight. <laughs> many, many miles to the north, there are the farmers who have heard a mysterious plane flying low. Perhaps it was landing or taking off in that vicinity. <laughs> so so you'll send Baron von Karp on a wild goose chase. <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards, we will have some more of the same information for him. I see. Now, now you had better go. But do not forget that Baron van Karp has communicated with the Luftwaffe. Very soon, there will be many planes flying overhead. There's another plane, Captain Midnight. Yes, Joyce. We'll have to wait a few seconds. If we have to wait much longer, we won't reach the valley before daybreak. Yes, we must go this time. If this plane follows the same procedure as the others, he'll dive low and switch on his landing lights. And that very fact has a big advantage for us. How's that, Captain Midnight? The glare blinds everyone for a few seconds. The darkness following seems darker than before. And the roar of the engine prevents footsteps from being overheard. Gee, that's right. The plane's getting awfully close. Yes, he's going to do the same thing again. He'll switch on his lights and sweep the village. The second he passes, we'll start running for the stream. We can get to it and across before he can bank and return. By the time he switches his lights on again, we should be in that clump of bushes. And Fedor is waiting there for us. We'd better get ready, sir. It's getting closer. His landing light should go on any second. They're on. Gee, me, they make the whole village as bright as day. Get set now. As soon as it starts getting dark, I'll get the word. I'm ready, sir. Get to get black. All right, now start running. Right. Just a little bit more. We'll reach the stream. Gosh, I hope the guards can't see us. I'm sure they can't. This idea of having planes patrol over the village is going to help us more than hurt us. I think so, too. Gee, we must be almost to the stream. We're coming to it now. Be careful. Don't stumble. It'll be hard to see those stepping stones. Oh, my eyes are getting used to the darkness. I can see the first one right ahead of me. All right. You start across. I'll be right behind. Okay, sir. We're in the middle now. Just a little bit farther to go. The plane must have banked. Yes. This is coming back. We're almost across. Hurry, but don't fall into the water. I'm across, sir. Yeah, so am I. Clubber Bushes is just ahead. We've made a choice. We'll see Chuck and Nicky in a couple of hours. Chuck, open up. Open the loops. It's Captain Midnight. Oh, gee, Chuck, I'm glad to see you. Where's Icky? Here I am, Joyce. I was just catching a little shut-eye in the back room. But when I heard that knock on the door, I sure come out of it in a hurry. Well, isn't it wonderful that we're all together again? Boy, oh, I'll sure say it is. Seems like a million years since we left you on the edge of the village. Yeah. And from what we heard from Fedor, you must have had a lot of trouble. Yes, Chuck, we did. And we're lucky to be back here alive. If it hadn't been for Fedor, 
we wouldn't have escaped from the Nazi soldiers at the tunnel. Yeah, he told us about leading you down that cliff. Boy, howdy, it's sure a good thing I wasn't along. I'd have got dizzy looking down and fallen clear to the bottom. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't, Dickie. Why, you can do a lot of things you didn't think you could when your life depends on it. But what's happened in the village, sir? Fedor told us you didn't find out much about the secret weapon except the lay of the land around the tunnel. Yes, Chuck. That's all we accomplished. But something did happen before we left the village. It'll be of tremendous help. Well, gosh, sir, what was it? I had a talk with Lieutenant Zoller. Blazing huh? beacons. Listen to that. Well, grind my valves. What do you have to say, Captain? Mainly this. The Nazis know now that defeat is inevitable for them unless a miracle happens. And I guess you know what that miracle would have to be. Yes, I guess I do. They'd have to use their secret weapon. That's it, Chuck. And I don't think they're going to wait long. What in heck are we going to do about it, Captain? I have a plan worked out, Icky. But it'll take several days to put it into effect. Everything must be done right or the whole plan will fail. Well, what about the raid on the supply depot? We're going ahead with that. These guerrillas must have food and guns and ammunition. And Anton Petrovic's going to join us. Loop and loop, that's swell. Well, we've got everything arranged here, Captain Midnight. Now, where's that map, Icky? Here it is, Chuck. I'll spread it out on his table. Yeah. Ah. There she is. Um, here's the depot, sir. You see? It, it runs along the railroad tracks for several hundred yards. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a big warehouse filled with food. And at the other end is an ammunition dump. Now, here's the way we got it figured out. The guerrillas will be divided into three companies, see? They'll cross the hills at three different places, and then each company will approach the depot from a, from a different side. I see. And then as they get close, they'll spread out, and everything will be timed so that every man will be in position at exactly 12 o'clock. And at exactly 12, Icky and I will dive on the depot with wide-open engine. Every Nazi guard will be watching us. And then, at that moment, we strike. That's right. What do you think of it, Captain Midnight? I think it's a great plan. Anton Petrovic will be here early in the morning, and we'll go over it with him. But I feel sure that he'll approve. Then we'll sleep all day and be ready to hit the trail at dark. Listen to that plane, Captain Midnight. That's something we didn't figure on. That's one of the planes Baron von Karp ordered to patrol this district. I don't think we have to worry about them as long as we don't show any lights. Yeah, that's one thing you've got to be awful careful about. Here comes Petrovic, sir. Captain Midnight. My men are ready to move. The first company, commanded by Comrade Sergei, has the longest distance to go. So it will start first. We better not start marching while that plane is overhead. With so many men moving at once, the pilot might catch a glimpse of them. Comrade Sergei is waiting for a signal from me. And they will not move until I give it. All right. We'll wait a few seconds and see if the plane won't fly away. Now then, Chuck, are you and Icky all set with your plane? Yes, sir. Icky checked it this morning. The only thing is, Captain, we don't have hardly any gas left. Well, we'll see what we can do about that tonight. I'm hoping there'll be plenty of trucks at that depot, and we'll be able to use them to carry off some of the supplies we need. Now then, what time are you going to take off, Chuck? Well, not any earlier than necessary, sir. I figured I'd take off at 15 minutes of 12 and climb to an altitude of 5,000 feet. And then at one minute before 12, I'll start my power dive over the depot. That should make it just right. That plane has turned to the east, Petrovic. I think it's safe to give your signal to Sergei. Very good, Captain Midnight. He is waiting for me to raise my arm. There. There they go. Gee, Mani, look at the way they march. They sure mean business. And we must start also. You and Miss Joyce will go with the third company, Captain Midnight. And I shall accompany the second. Just before the attack, I shall join you. All right. Come on, Joyce. Happy landings, Chuck. Happy landings, Zicky. 
farther, Captain Midnight. We're almost there. I can see the railroad track directly ahead. Well, this must be as far as we go. The gorillas have stopped and are spreading out. Yes, Joyce. It won't be long now. I can see the shape of a huge building across the track. That must be the warehouse. Oh, there's someone coming up behind us. It's Anton Petrovic. Captain Midnight, all the men are in their places. And I think they are just in time. It is now almost 12 o'clock. Well, gosh, sir, I'm afraid Chuck and Icky are behind... That's Chuck and Icky now. Get set for the attack. The plane's starting its power dive. Let's go. With a furious roar, the Nazi plane, flown by Chuck and Mud, power dives on the Nazi supply depot. At the same moment, Comrade Petrovic's tough gorillas charge from every side. And in the front ranks are Captain Midnight and Joyce. What will happen in the next few seconds? Will Captain Midnight's plan work? Will the Nazi guards be caught by surprise? Don't miss the thrilling moments as we continue this fast-moving chapter, The Secret Squadron Strikes. And now, just one question. Have you had any trouble buying Ovaltine? If so, don't give up because the shortage will be only temporary. It's just that government orders are keeping us very busy these days, and lots of other folks want Ovaltine, too. But there'll be plenty to go around. Just phone or call back again a day or so, and your grocer or druggist is bound to have more Ovaltine in stock, or he'll be able to get it for you. Or if you need it quickly, you can undoubtedly get it at once from another nearby store. Meantime, remember, the makers of Ovaltine are doing all they can to see that you're kept supplied with your full share of Ovaltine. And tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, to Captain Midnight. Until tomorrow, then, this is Pierre-André, your Ovaltine announcer, saying goodbye and happy landing. This program comes to you from Chicago. This is the Blue Network.